again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and I hope you all had an awesome Thanksgiving. Uh, we sure did. And, and man, honestly, I vote for a few more times throughout the year uh, to just press pause on life for a minute, uh, to be together with family and friends and those we run this race with and gather around a table and, and feast like I got to uh, this last week. What a beautiful, beautiful thing to be able to do. Anyways, as most of you know, there's kind of a big football game this weekend. I'm I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but I'm a Gator through and through. I was raised a Gator. I love the Gators. And this year I've also been very frustrated with the Gators. Uh, my my guys just can't catch a break this year. And, and it gets no easier as they face off against this team in the northern part of Florida who happens to be one of the best football teams in the country. Uh, it's going to be a tough one to win for the orange and blue, but man, do I want this one. Like, there's nothing more glorious than to ruin the Seminole season, a, a perfect season at that, by laying it on them and, and winning. Um, you know, these rivalry games like this are so cool because – no matter the record, no matter the ranking, the game starts 0-0. And at the same time, no matter the rank and no matter the record, fans on both sides feel confident they are going to be the ones that get bragging rights for an entire year. But with that confidence going into the game that both sides have, it also comes with some uneasiness. I was uh, out to dinner with uh, a buddy of mine about a week or two ago, and he's a, a Seminoles fan who said that even though they're undefeated and, and they look really good and, and FSU's playing great and, and the Gators not doing so great, that this game still makes him extremely nervous. Like, it's weird, right? On, on one hand, confidence but on the other hand, nerves and, and worry and uneasiness and, and a lot of what-ifs in play in a football game because, again, when the whistle blows and the ball is kicked, the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. But what if my Gators were guaranteed a victory? Like, consider for just a second that the Gators got to play offense the entire game. The ball never changes hands. FSU never gets the ball. Like, right after the Gators score, instead of kicking the ball off to FSU, FSU just keeps kicking the ball to the Gators. They're always on offense the entire game. Now, I'm not going to lie, that would be pretty amazing uh, to have a victory guaranteed like that, uh, to eliminate the question of, of whether or not you'll win would eliminate any and all feelings of uneasiness or nerves, right? Uh, like the celebration begins right when that first whistle is blown because you know the outcome. 
The Gators get the ball and they score and they get the ball again and they score again. FSU never gets the ball. Gators go up the field and up the field and up the field over and over and over again and win. That'd be kind of nice because, well, first off, us Gators, like, you know, we like offense. But uh, anywho, can you even begin to imagine what it would feel like to know ahead of time that you're already going to win? And that you already have bragging rights for the rest of the next year. But that's not even the question that we're after today because all you Gators out there, I mean, like, you know our feelings about that team to the north. Like, we we hate them. We despise them. We can't stand them. And so then the question really becomes, how much will we win by? How big of a score do you want to put up on them? Like, I don't know about y'all, but even knowing or the possibility of knowing we will win and knowing we'll have the ball the the entire time, man, I would be cheering and yelling at the TV for more and more and more points to be scored. And and that's not just because I like offense. Like, I, I would want total and complete annihilation of FSU. And so let me give you this. In a season of Thanksgiving and rivalry football games, there are two verses I want to share with you. The first is in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. This is shortly after Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? And they answered back, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Uh, Jesus says this, It's upon this rock, and that is that I am who you said I am. I'm the Christ, the Son of the living God. Upon that rock, I will build my church. And listen to this. The gates of hell will not overpower it. It will not, it cannot, and it won't even be given the ball in order to possibly win In this game, that's the most heated rivalry, which is Christ against Satan. Like, it's a guarantee that God wins. Like, that's the whole story of the Bible. And over and over again, we have these reminders for for us that are, you know, in this game, like, hang in there, persevere, fix your eyes on Jesus. Like, you know, this game is already won. It is guaranteed I like the way Paul says it in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57, that that describes this guaranteed victory over a Christian's hated rival, Satan, through our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, again, in the, in the spirit of thanksgiving and rivalry football, right? Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus. Like, that's just one of the many places we can read about this guaranteed victory. So with a win in the bag already, bragging rights, not just for a year, but for the rest of all time and all of eternity, now the question is, how much will we win by? How big of a dent in the gates of hell will we make? Like Jesus already said, the gates of hell will not prevail. But is that enough for you? Is that enough for for me, for us? Man, the more I think about this, the more I say, run it up, baby. 
run the score up as high as it can possibly go. But can I add this part? It's not just me that desires to run the score up on Satan. The head ball coach, Jesus, desires many points to be scored. He's got to be a Gator because he likes offense too. But check this out in what we call the Great Commission. All authority, Jesus says, has been given to me on heaven and on earth. In other words, listen up. I'm the coach. I've got the authority. I call the plays, and here's the plan. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all that I've commanded you. Jed, run the score up. 44 podcast listeners, run the score up. Here's the play. And I'm going to call it over and over and over and over and over again. You go out and you hang as many points as you possibly can on Satan. You annihilate him through the way that you walk and the way that you talk and the way that you live and the way that you teach and the way you make disciples. And oh yeah, I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. I'm still right here, man. I'm the coach on the sideline calling the plays, but your focus, you guys that are in the game, you push the movement of the gospel so far that not only will the gates of hell not prevail in this guaranteed victory that's ours to be had, but as each day passes, more and more and more are being added to the kingdom. You're 44 today, run it up, baby. Right when you score, you go score again and again and again and again. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you, and you know this is coming. Go Gators.